Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nicholas. Hey, listen, we watch this shit so you don't have to. But you can if you want to. And you're going to want to because it's dope. And why else would you be listening to the podcast? Yeah, for real, for to real. To be honest, unless you're tuning in for our sparkling personalities. Which they do sparkle. Thank you for um, throwing that up top ash i yeah. just want everybody to know that uh if you don't like us well you can suck it okay that's uh, a little intense sorry. that's a little intense oh you know what maybe this isn't the greatest time to do this but uh if you <laughs> haven't done it once you rate our podcast five stars on the apple podcast app okay we're trying to get to 100 reviews if you go to our little apple podcast app page you scroll to the bottom you hit that fifth star you write a little something nice if you can it will help this podcast out immensely i will say um every so often and one of us looks at the other one and goes, what are we doing this for? Yeah. Should we just quit the pod? And then the other one will be like, hold on, let's see if we got a new review. And we'll scroll down there and we'll see one new review. It changes everything. It always changes everything. Somebody recently commented about our challenge podcast, our, our recaps, like succinct, to the point, entertaining. Yeah. I don't remember what they said, but... Something I, like that. It was, it was enough to make my day. Yeah. Well, I mean, what... I enjoyed it, but what really made my day and Nick, this is don't you even this is kind of petty. Don't you I even. won't use any real things, but there's <laughs> other podcasts, obviously. That, so many podcasts. Well, ones that actually um review or no recap uh the challenge. Yes, there's and a handful. They do much better than our show. Not all of them. Some of them do, but we're more than that. We like to think we're more than just a challenge uh, recap podcast. I mean, we spend most of our time doing this show that you're listening to right now, which the is the Monday our show, main show, where we don't talk about the challenge at all, except for last week and also this week. <laughs> but we are gearing up for the final, so we're all yeah, in challenge mode it's right final now. Final week. Um, and so I looked at one of the other competing recap shows, and yeah, they have more reviews than us, fine, but that same person reviewed their podcast the day before they reviewed our podcast and gave it not five stars. I won't say how many, and wrote like, hey, basically, what I what I realized happened is this person was shopping around for a, a challenge recap podcast, went to this other one that's a little bit more popular than ours, Checked it out. Did not like what they heard based on this podcast not getting to the point. Let's just say it wasn't succinct. It wasn't uh, rapid pace. There was a little too much chit chat up and, top. And so then kept shopping around, found ours, and was like, this is what I was looking for. Thank you. And I just kind of, that warmed my little shitty heart. Yeah. Uh, to see that. Nick's uh, cold, dead heart. Well, it's good that we provide something that other shows don't. And I think what happens is those shows are only... Their only outlet is the recaps, and the inter- they're interviewing uh, challengers. And so they're, but they're 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 trying to fit all of it in. And when you're just listening to the show and you don't give a shit about anything else, but you just watched a show and now you want to hear some people talk about what you watched, I understand the need for to get to get all that bull crap out of the way. And just get down to the nitty gritty. And guess what, guys? We get down to the nitty gritty. I mean, our recaps are like a half hour long. We do not do all the chit chat, and it's a lot of fun. And I will say, and this person is completely unbiased, but my best friend from high school um, listens to the recap, doesn't watch the show. Wow. Did you know you could do that, folks? Yeah. She just likes our takes on things. People do that. I mean, honestly, I've listened to some recap stuff where I wasn't really watching the show, and it really didn't matter to me. As a matter of fact, sometimes I like to keep up on the storylines, but I just 
just don't have time for that show. And it helps me immensely when those podcasts exist. And I'm glad that we're providing this service for people like your high school best friend. You know what? Speaking of podcasts, speaking of the challenge, I went on a weekend binge of the podcast Dirty John. I'm not a true crime person at all. I'm not interested in crime. It bothers me. But for some reason, <laughs> what are you going to say? I was saying I'm very interested in crime. It's <laughs> what I mean interests i got i got sucked into this podcast it's only six episodes so you can pop it in do all sorts of things and really i've been waiting to tell nick this the whole time one of the um the the highlights of this podcast for me was the fact that they're talking about this guy john who's like a sociopath con man i'm not going to ruin things but he they're talking about his personality and stuff and like what he enjoys and the thing he likes to watch the most is ridiculousness (laughs) (laughs) that's very funny which is really something that is a a a a an Easter egg for this household because we hate that show and we have to watch three minutes yeah. of it every week before it goes because it plays before the challenge. So what happens is we watch the challenge live so that we can promptly get out a recap. Um, that's also something nice that we provide. I mean, our recaps okay, come we're out. Great. Oh, sorry, we're great. We're great. Come on. Podcast. But what happens is we always put it on a couple minutes before. And Just we, to make sure everything's working. And as we're setting up our podcast stuff, we leave on MTV a few minutes after. So what that means is we are subjected to the last three minutes minutes of ridiculousness which is always just a series of nut shots and then babies throwing up on dads or yeah. something like it's it's disgusting stuff and it's annoying and rob deerdeck is annoying yeah. and it's all annoying and so the woman's talking about dirty john and she's saying like he loved that show yeah. he would watch it every, whenever it came on and he would just love to laugh he just loved to laugh at people hurting themselves and yeah. i was like wow we are the opposite of dirty john i enjoyed that when i was in middle school when jackass was popping yeah, but you grow out of it and there's something with jackass where you're like well they're doing it on purpose yeah with ridiculousness you're like oh that grandma didn't like mean to fall yeah you know you're right you're absolutely right um and those movies the jackass movies are some of the funniest movies ever to come out ever they still hold up Yeah, they're really funny well now, some of the humor doesn't but for the, the most part the other thing that we are subjected to is the beginning of catfish will always come on after the Ugh. challenge boy catfish it, it's it's like it is the person that's talking to you for six years but refuses to uh, on the internet but refuses to talk to you on the phone a supermodel like she says she is or is she 600 pounds and live and and 50 years old and lives with her aging parents like it's the saddest most exploitive that you could be on yeah. mtv yeah and uh it, it's it does rope me in for like a second even it, I can, more exploitive you can feel than it. teen mom i don't know maybe maybe not could be they're on par, mm. but mm, mm, it, it mm. was uh, that. That's how we deal every Wednesday, um, where we're like, "Oh, ridiculousness," and then like mute it, and then until the challenge comes on, and then it's just like, "Can you please turn the TV quick, off?" Quick, turn I'm, the channel. I'm being I'm I'm being depressed immediately, and I have to do a record a recap podcast where I have to keep the energy up because um, of catfish. Another sort of up top thing we should mention before we get into what's been going it's on all, in our it's lives. It's all up top. It's all up top. <laughs> don't even, don't, 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 uh, what, do, what do they call this? Signpost? Don't signpost this. What does that mean? I think it's what it is. That's where you're Sugarcoat? basically saying, no, signposting, I think it's what it's called, um, is like where you're saying like, 
up next, like uh, where you keep telling, that's a TV term. Gotcha. Where you're like, don't change the channel because in two miles, your exit's coming up. Coming up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, so as you guys know, I'm going on tour uh, in June, my stand-up, doing my stand-up hour because I'm recording an album in November. Nick's coming with me. He's going to open for me. And what we did was on Friday, we recorded a series of promo videos that we're going to release um, this week. First one comes out on Wednesday. And without saying too much, I would like to just say, if you're a fan of the pod, you're going to really enjoy these promo videos. Yeah, we did a nice little send up to one of our obsessions. Yeah. And uh, we'll wait till the actual thing to come out till we talk about it. But, but 90% of the people who watch this will not understand <laughs> what we are, what we're doing a satire of. Yeah. But you, if you listen to the podcast and you're, you know, if you like to stay relevant, then you will totally <laughs> be into it yeah. and understand it. Yeah, there's some fun Easter eggs in there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's coming out this week. That'll be a lot of fun. And since you mentioned it, Ash, do you have your dates handy of where? Uh, where you and I will be and when we will be there? Yeah, I do. In fact, we're kicking off the tour in Philadelphia at the Good Good Theater. It's going to be an awesome experience. It's going to be on June 15th in Philadelphia. June 16th will be in Richmond, Virginia at the Coalition Theater. June 18th will be in Asheville, North Carolina at the Lazoom Room. And June 19th will be in Chapel Hill at the Pitt Chapel Hill. Those are our four dates. We're going to be performing. We're going to be traveling the country, really just the Southeast. But hey, that's part of the country. It and is. we're going to be bringing LOLs and JKs. So if you guys are a blowhard, you listen to this show, you want to come out to one of the shows, we would love to meet you. Maybe give you a sticker or something like that. Something we're getting fun. stickers made for the tour. So please come out so we can have someone to give them to. Yeah. And let us know uh, by emailing us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com or DMing us at realityblowspod on Twitter and uh, we will uh, say hello to you. And, yeah. we, and we would love to meet some of the fine people that keep us creating this podcast each and every week. They keep us going. Because honestly, y'all keep us going. Um, uh, so, Ashley, not only do you... Uh, do comedy yes you do a great podcast i heard yeah uh-huh uh, but you also have a fantastic newsletter i have a monthly newsletter called yeah. ashley explains it all how do people how could people if they want to be involved in this newsletter how could they do that you can sign up for it on my website ashleybookroberts.com you can go to my twitter my instagram there's usually links everywhere um but you're bringing it up because this week yes because ashley in her newsletter she usually does like a how-to a mm -hmm. step-by-step how-to but it's comedy and it's very funny and i love them so much and yes. you will too actually if you go to my website ashleybrookroberts.com there's a whole library of these past newsletters you can read each one they're yeah. like how to set goals how to stop comparing yourself to other people yes but how to watch the movie jumanji yes these are all with comedic twists yeah to they're them. funny they're of super course. funny they're not they're great. come on we're and, not I'm not ever sincere. Uh, so I'm only bringing this up not to just do a shameless plug for you, but also uh, because this week's or this, what do you do it on a monthly basis? I do it monthly, yeah. This month's newsletter hit very close to apartment. It did. It really <laughs> uh, did. So um, it was an open letter to our new 
neighbor. Yes. Because we just got a neighbor. Who is next door, and she could be in there right now listening to us, actually. You guys, we haven't had a real neighbor in about mm, five years. Yeah, yeah. So this is a big deal. We've been dealing with a creepy Airbnb situation that has been um, next door to us, and it only affects us because uh, there's three floors in our building, and there's two units, two apartments on each floor. We are the right apartment, and on the left um, is what was an Airbnb for probably about two years. Right, Ash? And I like to call it a revolving door of creeps and weirdos. Yes. Um, lots of... Um, I would say more than three years. Lots of people visiting this country. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Uh, lots of just strange families. Yes. Um, staying here. Because our neighborhood has turned into a destination really for Europeans. Yeah. Um, they've decided that this is where the cool New York culture comes from. We live in... I, I prefer to call this neighborhood the Cold Brew District. I did. Okay, so we live in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and what happened was about six years ago, it got listed in some art magazine as being like the city to the the place, coolest neighborhood in the world. In the world, yeah, yes. it's crazy. And so now, like, it went from being like I don't know, kind of having a wild west sort of apocalyptic feel to there are groups of tourists going on yeah. these guided graffiti tours. I mean, not more than I would say about 10 years ago, this neighborhood was known for warehouses and stabbings. Yeah. Um, and if you have the correct apps, you can see that most of that is still happening. When I first moved in here in the summer, you would walk down the middle of the road, okay, to your apartment instead of the sidewalk because there were so many rats. Yeah. So that was just kind of the deal. Everyone knew to do that. Yeah. And then they put in like a bar uh, on the corner of our block. Which was a huge change. Which was like rat central. And yeah. Then they st- and then it was like, whoa, that's weird. And then that bar put outdoor seating on the sidewalk. Like we could where the not rats, believe it. That's where like the rats hang out and like that talk shit. That was their shit. spot. Like, and I was like, you guys are crazy. Like I would walk by and be like, who the fuck is getting... Cut to uh, two years later and it's like, this is my favorite place to hang out. <laughs> Humans have moved these rats out of here. Yeah. Um, talk about gentrification. Cats showed up real quick yes. and just took care of it. Yeah. It was a lot of stuff. But um, yes, this neighborhood was unsavory but really what it was this is where the artists lived for cheap for a while and now not for cheap it used to just be like artist studios and abandoned warehouses so we've gone through it all and uh now um after years of this airbnb that we're dealing with where people are just dragging suitcases up the steps at like four o'clock in the morning and then like breaking onto our roof and like leaving strange huge beer bottles all they over the place. They took my pitchfork. Somebody stole Ashley's pitchfork that she oh it wasn't was that's a it was a, a trident. trident. It was a trident. Uh that she used in a sketch once that yeah. we thought was great that we put it next to our door. Cuz I could tell people if you're we're the apartment with the trident out yeah. front. And uh we had to like uh yell We at, wrote some nasty wrote some, emails. We got our trident back <laughs> and now did it break and it we, broke. And we yeah. threw it out. Yeah. But regardless, finally uh, a nice person has moved in next door Mm -hmm. and needless to say she's having some issues (laughs) i think there's a good adjustment period with this building um because there's no i don't know how would you say it a source of authority when it comes to the building i just met the building owner after living here for years and years and years um i lived here for about two years or three years before ashley moved in um, so I've been dealing with this place for a long time, but it's the kind of place where like, if your fridge breaks, you get your, yeah. you get, get a, new, a new one. Yes. Which is what happened. Which is what we did. Uh, like, and also there, uh, you know, the landlord situation, the super, 
situation, mm-hmm. if you will. Who, if you don't live in an apartment, this is the handyman who, this is why you're paying such high rent is because they fix all the stuff. Yeah, supposedly. Um, supposedly. So we... One time our roof caved in, though, and he came and he did fixed come. stuff. <laughs> so, like, we didn't have one for a while. There was one guy, the original guy, like, I one day was like, how come you guys don't help? And <laughs> and he was like, you don't understand. The guy who owns this building owns eight other buildings and won't hire anybody else but me. I'm, and I'm like, oh, point taken. I understand. You're overworked. Anyway, so still can you fix my shit yeah there's a hole in my roof um also that guy the first guy didn't he used to smoke in the building yes he would smoke in the building and hide it from people and then i'd complain about smoking the building and he would be like oh yeah yeah i gotta tell oh god i gotta get on that i'll tell people that yeah um i almost got i guess his like little niece and nephew were like um yeah one time they hired some delinquent teenagers to to paint paint. our building on the hottest day of the summer yeah clearly wasn't working out i mean they were screaming at each other (laughs) and and i'm like smelling cigarettes and i go out in the in the hallway of the building and these these kids are just smoking cigarettes like painting in the and i go and i was like you can't just smoke you can't smoke in the and this is like the ultimate kid like response it's it's just a cigarette like as if i was thought he was smoking weed or something and i and i didn't say it to him but i was thinking i'm like i would have a hundred percent preferred it be weed yeah than your stinky ass cigarette here like a fig um and then like the girl who is like painting and i do say girl she seemed like she was about 16 or 17 like immediately like went into i'm gonna fuck this guy up mode like he came at me and then the uh the brother the whoever the other little boy who was painting was like holding her back what i don't remember this at all she was like getting crazy with me and that's when i had to call the landlord and be like these two people you're hiring are like violent and Jesus. smoking what like, did she oh, do care. like was trying to curse me out and stuff no and, like, getting really like they were just cursing at each other the entire time they, there was something wrong with these two people i remember them yelling at each other outside and they were of the yelling building. at me after i <laughs> reprimanded them uh, any anyway we got a new neighbor she seems nice so my newsletter yeah. was all sort of a, an open letter to her about what she should know about the building yes 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 and it's very funny but um you guys check that out for that reason but yeah. just before we started recording this podcast um ashley um i should say this weekend i was uh um visiting uh, my mom and my grandma for mother's day i love you uh nanny and mom what thank up you. y'all thank you for listening to our podcast uh, shout out um and during that ashley texted me and said or called me and said hey um there seems to be birds in the ceiling yeah. i can hear them flapping around in the ceiling and i was like well seems like an apartment see you later and <laughs> and uh, that's kind of where it ended yeah um but today right before we ended this started this podcast me and ashley went outside uh, and uh, we were walked downstairs, and our new neighbor stopped us and said, "Hey, um, just a quick question: Have you guys ever had birds in your apartment?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah." Ashley said that there were birds in the ceiling, I guess, because it was raining. And she was like, "No, like I woke up this morning and yesterday morning, and there were birds running around my apartment." <laughs> yeah, it's she said it's been happening for like a week. Yeah, and, and I have my all my windows are closed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they're getting in. <laughs> it's, I mean, we were like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> crazy. But the idea that you just wake up multiple mornings <laughs> and there are birds hopping and flopping around your apartment and all the windows are closed. Like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, are they coming in through the oven? Like, There's got to be a hole somewhere. There must be a hole somewhere. I told her to get a cat. 
Yeah, we uh, told her to get a cat. She said she was thinking about it. So um, anyway, that was a long lead up to that. Birds but in the apartment. we just thought it was so funny. I like to think of her as like the Disney princess of Bushwick. Yeah. Like these birds are flying in. They're showing up with a vape and a cold brew, yeah, you know? yeah. By the way, cold brew, should it be $8 a piece? I'm just asking. I'll make cold brew heads out there. God, cold Nick, brew is made with um, uh, stem cells, right? Is that why Nick it's... will not have a retirement plan because he's spending it all on cold brew. I, they got me addicted, folks. I love it a lot. I can't go back to regular iced coffee. What are you spending now, a year? 10000 on cold be, brew? Gotta be easy. 10 15K. That's my. That's my... Yeah, that is my retirement plan is just to be melted into a cold brew yeah. and then just thrown into the Hudson... It's like my grandmother says, it's not about quality of life. It's about quality of death. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> um, um, which Rob reminds me, I recently crunched the numbers on Lily the cat, you guys, and she's going to cost us over a lifetime over $20,000. I say that's not enough for her. I say we give her more, more money. Well, she just start showering her in cash. She's so great. She, <laughs> she killed did. a mouse the other she day. She killed a mouse on Sunday. Yeah. And Ashley looked at her weird, like as if that's not her nature. Well, I was just like, the mouse was cute, you know? Like, couldn't you guys cute. have gotten along? Bad. She caught, she caught two mice. Um, last, like, last like time a we had. And a half, two months ago. Last time there was like, there were two little mice in our apartment and she helped us catch them by sort of chasing them out and then we would grab them. She did that twice. She worked with us in a way that was, yeah. I didn't know and cats were could tiny do. they were little baby mice. They were very cute. But we, this we time. We ended up bringing them out to the park that's near our apartment. Yeah, and letting them let go. And let them go and we assume a bird quickly swooped down and ate them both. But, but this time, I, no, there was no human there to like catch the mouse to help her catch it. So she just played with it to death. So I walked back there and she was batting around a dead mouse. Yeah. I freaked out. I put a bowl over it. Yeah. And then I waited for Nick to get home. We waited home. 19 hours for <laughs> me to get back from New Jersey. So and then I he can... made me throw the bowl away. Yeah. Nobody, I mean, who knows what the, that mice, mouse But has. what is it going to, like it's going to excrete some sort of thing uh, into the bowl? They're dirty creatures. I mean, it came in through like a pipe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I guess. who the hell knows? It's just that we had a set now and now we don't have a oh, dishware please. set. How many bowls do one you four need. four for when we have guests we don't ever have guests but one you day we might no one's allowed in here um so yes lily she's worth every goddamn penny she keeps all the rodents in check in this place um as far as reality tv goes though folks uh we are caught up on double shot of love yes um i am really hooked on the show i'm hooked I'm, on it too my initial feelings are all still there i still feel like Vinny is like more and more like unlikable as the show goes on. I did not like this most recent episode where they did like a debate and it felt like Vinny was kind of slighting Polly. Like Polly was like, I was on the honor roll and Vinny like laughed at him. Yeah. Vinny thinks he's smarter than everybody else. And it's like, um, I'm sorry, but swarminess does not equal intelligence. Yeah. He really does think he's smarter than everybody else. And I don't think he's that smart. I think Polly's smarter than him because Polly seems to have a higher emotional IQ. Yeah. And like, I think that that is more valuable, honestly. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty apparent. Also, sorry, not to cut you off, no. but Polly is like going on and on about how smart he is through this whole episode. And then when he's on his date, he's like, so I majored no. in poli sci. And no, you're like, talking about uh, Vinny. Vinny. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Vinny's going on about how smart he is. And then on his date, we learn that he has a political science degree. That's what you're bragging about. I thought you were going to say you were like, like you had a degree in chemistry or physics or something. He's like, I'm poli sci. I'm a poli sci nerd. Might as well say communication. And then he picked L to go on a date with him, who is also a poli signer yeah who worked for what a does senator that mean, a poli signer i don't know pays attention to politics i don't Ugh. know didn't like it so 
in that date though, because I, I, I noticed Ashley is just hating on on Vinny hate so him. hard. Um, and I go, why do you, like, what is the reasoning that you hate Vinny? And do you remember what you said? No. You said, he just looks like a little, like, a little horny boy. Like, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I guess I understand what you mean. And then at that moment on the date with Elle, which they got, like, a presidential suite, where they made one of the rooms look like a presidential, he like, just oval like a office. dog. He kind of sa- saddles up to her, sidles, whatever you want to say, kind of yeah. scooches up to her. Yeah. And then takes the position of like lower and like puts his head on her shoulder and then like puts his buck like teeth, which are like caps that he cannot keep in his fucking mouth. Um, can't close his mouth. It's 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 bizarre. It take I can't look at the guy anymore with those teeth. Yeah, he and, got caps, y'all. And he kind of like eh, puts his like little shitty mouth like eh, like close, and then she makes out with him, and then they show this make out until they break from commercial, and then when they come back, they're still making out. It's like give us a fucking break. Who the hell wants to watch these two make out on this show? It's Nobody. Disgusting. And then I realized, yeah, that's like a little weenie, horny boy move. Yeah. Like the way he was like, he was like, like below little, her. He's like, like a little oh, horny, please. sad boy. I'm going to put my mouth in kissing position. Yeah. And it's just like. There's nothing manly. Like there's nothing about him that's like, that's a man. Which I'm not trying to like go with gender norms here or anything. But, but you are. There's just something kind of like immature, childish, and unattractive about the way he's approaching these women. He's kissing them. <sighs> I'm just trying to say that Paulie is the real price. He's the perfect you, we man. We get it. You love him. He's the perfect man. We get it. You love him. I mean, you're the perfect man. Oh, my God. Nick Maritato. I can keep my teeth in my mouth. I will say Nikki continues to be annoying. B-Lashes continues to be funny. Um, there's... Darren's kind of coming across as a mean girl. I like that we're getting to know these girls. I think mm-hmm. that's fun. They're definitely sending home the right people. I'm super pumped because the trailer for next week showed Angelina coming to the house. I know, and like talking shit to everybody. Yeah, all the we, girls. There's no room for bitches in my family. And then they showed an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, it's like, what? Who is somebody get their ass kicked? Yeah, or, I don't know. You know. And then like Nikki and what's the girl with the, Oh, Susie? Susie, yeah. We saw her. They're getting in each other's face. She's Susie, Susie, Susie. When they were showing, like, when they were doing, like, the thing where they were picking, like, most likely to be a clinger, most likely to be jealous, on her nameplate said Susan. Oh. It's like, wow, is this a Susan or a Susie? Uh, I thought it was a Susanna. No, it's a Susan. Susan. Yeah, strange. She doesn't seem like a Susan. She does seem like a Susie, but, you know, it's like, it's strange. Um... So anyway, we're enjoying that show quite a bit. Uh, Do you want to update us with the housewives? Not really. Yeah. Um, you know, I I would say the Beverly Hills uh, ladies went on a um, camping trip, but they really went glamping. Uh, something that creeps me out um, is that Camille, uh, formerly known as Camille Grammer, uh, who was hot shit in the original seasons of this show. We saw her entire divorce from Kelsey Grammer pan out on the show. She is really weaseling her way back on this show. She Mm. is not a main cast member. She does not get a saying in the beginning when she holds whatever the women of uh, Beverly Hills hold in their hand. That's the big thing. If you don't know, on each of the seasons, they all hold like, you know, uh, the 
New York women, their, uh, the New York women hold golden apples. They're you know, a cast stuff member like instead of a featured player. Right, and and uh, Camille has not been a cast member in years and years. She kind of show she would show up in a few episodes here and there throughout the past like five seasons, even probably even more. Now she's on every episode. She goes to all of the events. She's invited on all the trips. And she seems to be weaseling her way on and getting a storyline by being really gossipy and mm. shit talking mm-hmm. and also trying to be outrageous by being sexual where she is talking. She keeps bringing up like, oh, me and my ex used to, you know, do strap on stuff and oh i saw this i watched a little bit of this i was rearranging my shoes and i heard it happening where she was saying that she has had a not a golden shower not a tug and rub no no this that was not her so so that was different it was uh you're talking about a um a happy happy ending. ending that was denise richards oh was talking about how charlie sheen and Denise Richards took her new husband to get a um, happy ending what? from a massage. That's from fucked a masseuse. up, y'all. And then they asked, all the women asked Denise, have you ever had a happy ending? And she was like, yeah. And they were like, what? And they were very interested in that. Huh. So Denise Richards, I'm, I'm accepting of it. She's part of the cast. Yeah. And she's not like flaunting this stuff. They were all just asking questions. Okay. Camille is using every chance she gets to be like, oh, a ball gag. Me and my ex used to use this. And like all the women are like, huh? What? Oh, a pole. I've yeah. danced on one of those right, before. Right, right. It's just like out of control stuff. And I was assuming her ex was Kelsey Grammer, who she was talking about like she used to like peg him. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, you know? But I don't know. She's not saying his name clearly because she doesn't want a lawsuit. But then she brought up the fact that she was in New York City and she had a boyfriend and they used to be real crazy and what I used to do for love and all that stuff. And it's like, you're making us believe that Kelsey Grammer is some like crazy freak in the bedroom. And is that what's going on or was this some other ex-boyfriend of yours um you know i don't know what the hell is going on with her she's unlikable she was the one um i don't know if you saw this but a couple episodes ago it had finally caught up in like storyline timeline with the um who's the the supreme court justice what's his name that everybody was uh, up in arms about for a couple of weeks i forgot the fucking guy's name but the guy who's like raped the woman in college allegedly uh and she was defending him and she was talking about not how a good look i've been there where people were saying things about me that weren't true and i know what it feels like you know that Ugh. horrible fucking defense um god i can't believe i can't remember the stupid guy's name whatever it didn't need to be mentioned anyway um and you know, it's like as soon as she started defending that guy, I was like, oh, you're completely written off. And all the women were like, you are terrible. Um, you know, like I felt good. Like, you know, Lisa Renna like jumped up and kind of went, got on her case about that. And I was very happy for the women on the cast that I do like to be on the right side of history, if you will. Yeah. Um, so right there, that was like three episodes ago. I was like, oh, Camille, that's what your deal is. You're like a creepy Trump supporter or something like done gone canceled don't care about you at all didn't care about you at the beginning but that was kind of like the end of it for me now i'm looking at her in a weird way um and she's just being fucking weaselly mm. and getting her i can smell her shit you're, mm. you're trying to get on the show and nobody wants it and just let denise be fun and and uh 
at least we're getting away from Puppygate in a way, but they're still talking about Lisa, and Lisa, her entire storyline has been a remodeling of her kitchen, as if we give a fuck. Boring. It is boring. Get her off the show. I hope she's not on the show next season either. Let her stay with Vanderpump. All that good stuff. But So that's what's going on in, uh, in the old Bev Hills. New York always has my heart. Love New York. This week on New York was um, interesting based on that Ramona, who is just vapid and horrible. Um, she had a, they all have to do like um, an event that, you know, makes them look like they're giving back to their community. Right. And this one was like a sexual abuse thing and children that Ramona was holding an event and she just could, could, couldn't have been doing a nicer thing in a shittier way, uh. in my opinion. It's just the way Ramona comes off is terrible. She's also just like, doesn't, she clearly doesn't like the women on the show and hangs out with other people. And all the women are like, you're our best friend. How come we're not invited to your birthday party? And she's like, throw me a birthday party and he can come to it. Like, she's like Ugh. the worst ever. Anyway, um, you know, I don't want to rant about this. Uh, no, you know, I'm watching this show. Ashley's not. So it's just me yelling into the void. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's that's what's going on in, in my uh, r- uh, Real Housewives world right now. And uh, I'm looking forward to, I have held off on the Vanderpump Hills reunion. Vanderpump uh, Hills? Vanderpump Hills reunion. Oh. Vanderpump Rules reunion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, You were saying that to me and looking at me like, that's the name of the show. Well, I think maybe you should have just corrected me instead well, of I was being like, like... <laughs> maybe it's a crossover for the, the Hills. Regardless, I've uh, held off on the part one of the reunion. I assume there's two parts to it. Maybe there was only one part and I should just watch it. But I want to watch them like back, back to, to back because I always hate having to wait for the reunions because they're my favorite. Yeah. And so I'm saying this now, even though I've done it on the podcast before, I've made claims and then we have not done them. That's okay. Ashley will watch what the both fuck? parts of this reunion with me and we will talk about that next week. So you guys, I didn't know he was going to say that, but now I have to do it. She did. We talked about it 25 minutes ago. But... uh She's going to do that with me. I'm definitely going to watch them because I can't wait. And then so Ashley uh, will be able to actually talk a little bit about uh, I'll have things to say. And uh, if you guys have watched that and you're interested in Vanderpump Rules, um, go ahead and make sure you're watching all of the reunions by next week. Yeah, catch uh, up. And and we're going to be talking about that plus a whole bunch of other stuff. So that'll be fun. Also, if anyone is watching Very Cavalry, can you please email realityblowspodcast at gmail.com? I need someone to talk about it with. Okay, let's get to the main part of this podcast it's not going to be the main part but we just did the main part of the podcast i want to watch i want to set it up so i can look at it too uh yes so here's what we're going to do right now folks is i was at the gym this morning and i was suggested video for me was from first look tv do you guys know what that is it's johnny bananas show on nbc johnny bananas has some show on nbc we've talked about it before it may be on at like one o'clock in the morning yeah it, it may only be digital at this point who knows I don't really if anyone's know no watching one ever it. talks about it um but they did a segment either on the show or just for digital where johnny bananas and wes bergman went on the maury show i cannot believe it clearly staged to take a lie detector test about their rivalry wow and it is bizarre it's so Um, strange i want to say that i once i saw this clip and i watched it i was like oh we have to talk about this on the podcast and we're going to play this clip for you and we're going to talk talk through it and talk over it um but 
I looked at his the YouTube account. Yeah. For first look. Yeah. And I was because I was like, this got like sixty one thousand views in like two days. I'm like, that's pretty good. Is that the numbers he's doing? He has done numbers on this YouTube on these YouTube clips. Like I went to like I I, I sorted by most watched. Yeah. And there are some with like ninety thousand. Oh, you know, good for 60, him. Those were all years ago. This year he's been putting up. I would say there's. There are videos up for at least two or three weeks that have a hundred views. Whoa! I don't know exactly. That's like my YouTube account. Yeah, so I'm not too sure what's going on with First Look or if it's still on the air and why the drop off of things. But this one, at least, that was the last posted video, has you know uh, over fifty thousand views in a few days, and and that's pretty damn good. Is it Mari, who kind of looks like Ruth Bader Ginsburg right now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Um, Who knows? But let's play this clip, and uh, when you want to pause it, Ash, just just hit the space bar and pause it. And we you can, got it. We can talk over it. Okay. So let's uh, let's hear because this is this is you this guys is ju- need to hear this. This is just wild. 2006, Johnny Bananas was your average 22 year old who was picked out of obscurity to be on MTV's The Real World. But today, John- okay, I will say so far the most upsetting part is that Johnny and I are the same age. <laughs> he is here because he says he needs our help. Everybody, welcome Johnny Bananas. A crowd of teenagers. People are standing up and applauding for him. I want to know if this, I mean, how staged this was. Did they even get fans in there? First of all, they filmed this in Connecticut. Well, it looks like young people in the audience. Yeah. But young people are in the the Maury audience. Oh, okay. They bust like college kids in from the city and stuff to go see this show. Yeah, they do that with Wendy Williams, too. Yeah, and that's how they get people to come. But I mean, this show is is filmed in Connecticut. You know, it's like these guys went to Connecticut to the set to do this. It's, I don't know. it's, It's kind of bizarre. The whole thing's bizarre. You have a, 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 an arch nemesis. I do. And I his, do. His name is Wes Bergman. His name is Wes Bergman. There's yeah. Wes. So Wes is like, you know, this is the lie. De- <laughs> they're doing the Maury lie detector test. And I know you guys have seen Maury, but you haven't. But what they like to do or what they do on Maury, and, and they're doing it right now, is they have the person who want, wants the answers on the actual panel with Maury in front of the studio audience. On stage. And then they'll, whenever they're talking about who, you know, usually it's the, it's the, the, the father daddy. or the not the father that's backstage and looking into the camera and kind of shaking their head and doing a whole bunch of physical stuff, kind of being like, I'm not the father. They're doing that right now with Wes. Wes is backstage looking into the camera. He's on the big screen behind them. In a soundproof room, a sound- I assume. Well, he can clearly hear what's going He's on. He's shaking his head. Um, but these two are have such shit eating grins on each other's faces. Yeah. And I'm having an issue with this to begin with because and they're clearly enjoying it they're having this is such a like a staged feud yeah and i had thought these guys really didn't like each other and maybe maybe i knew they did deep down know that this was their television rivalry but at I this still, point I, I just kind of feel like most people who have been around for a while and even not don't like johnny and they really just don't like him for certain reasons, for real reasons. And if you guys listen to our recaps for the challenge that come out on, you know, Wednesdays or Thursdays, check them out if you haven't. You know, I'm having the same issue with 
a new rivalry, which is Polly and Kyle. Yeah. And their whole wink, wink, boy, haven't don't we have a crazy rivalry that's going on on the show is bothersome to me because it's like you're taking me out of it yes. by having so much fun with it. Well, with I agree 100% with what you're saying. I feel like with Wes and Johnny, though, they were not like that for like the first five years no, of their no, rivalry. No, and they only very recently are they kind of being like, okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's I don't know. Let's play it. All right, me and, me and Wes Bergman, all right? That's we've Johnny been going talking. back and forth on reality television for well over a decade now. Right. I mean, Wes obviously is not is not very attractive as it is, but when I'm on camera, Johnny always he's insults even less him. attractive than normal. And I think Wes essentially wants to be me. Johnny is adamant that Wes is using Johnny to advance his career. 100%. Wes claims, by the way, Johnny is the real obsessor. Delusional. That's the truth. That's Delusional. Right. That's and that Johnny rode his coattails yeah. to fame. Yeah. True. Right. I actually believe that. Okay, now Why we're doing like. Why is it that I've got this incredibly narcissist, irresponsible man that is inextricably tied to my life? That's Wes. Here's the deal, Maury. Now this is Johnny. I need you to call Wes out on his bullshit and make him once and for all admit the fact that he doesn't actually hate me. He wants to wear my skin as a coat. I think he's very insecure by how good looking of a ginger man I am. He is a normal good looking guy that like doesn't stand out from the crowd. I am the best looking ginger in the world, which means I have my own niche and I'm at the top of it and it really pisses him off. I in reality am everything Wes strives to be in his fantasy. I'm here today to prove that Bananas is literally obsessed with me. He claims that he hates me and yada, 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 but really, he's my biggest fan. I think if Wes could, he would... Uh, okay, you got to address that. There was just a clip. Like, By the uh, way, they're clearly in the park on top of the parking garage. Yeah, this is the- like a flashback to them like dealing with their inner thoughts and cuts back and forth to private interviews. They're not together while they're saying this. We should say that. Yeah. And while Wes is talking, it's just a shot of Johnny like slowly caressing a stone. Yeah. By the way, if you guys can hear in the background, you're not. we're not going through some sort of static. Our heat just turned on in a way that is so loud and so annoying. And really, you should add that to your fucking list of things <laughs> you're telling our new fucking person who lives next to us. That also, sometimes the heat will come on. Sometimes you won't have heat for six years. We don't control the heat. And then the heat, sometimes it comes on and it just blows us away. Yeah. Um, Middle of May, and heat's you know blasting. I'm really hoping that this is part of the uh, charm of our podcast because... Last time we recorded outside, there was like some dump truck that came by and just stayed outside our window for like 20 minutes during our podcast. Yeah. And while I was listening to our podcast uh, after the fact, I was just, you know, checking it out. And it turns out you totally could hear that dump truck in the back for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Which means you can probably hear the heat now. Let's also never forget the time when we were recording the podcast and Lily knocked over an entire table. Yeah. So, you know, things, I mean, that's just part of it. We're rugged. We're raw. We're DIY. We're punk rock. This is a podcast for the street. And just deal with it back to this you know switch switch body switch sides with me and, and become me and that is kind of crazy wes why do you want to be inside me why do you want to be inside me why do you want to be inside of me johnny thought that was so funny yeah he also thought the wearing my skin line was funny too yeah, yeah. he thinks he's great well you know johnny will chase a, um that's what she said off the brooklyn bridge my favorite quote from this podcast we all know that how do we get to the truth? Guess what? Lie detector test. Ah! 
Everybody's excited. He wants to be you, that's why he's obsessed with you? All right, case in point, Maury, listen, I don't even know, okay, if we even need to take the lie detector test, because this is proof positive right here. Johnny is showing a tweet on the board behind him. It's a West tweet. We're going to read it because I don't think they say it in this clip. So the tweet is from Wes. I really just want to send out a heartfelt thank you on this Valentine's Day to the person that's been obsessed with me for years, is constantly thinking and talking about me, and has based their entire career off riding my coattails. Lady and gentle, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Johnny Bananas. Now, I want to note this. Wes used semicolons in this. Yeah, he could have uh, just semicolon. used commas. Are, are they semicolons? Yep, semicolons. Is that the correct use of semicolons? It should be commas, I feel like. That feels like there should be commas. But he's using commas in the correct way down here. He knows about a comma. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's using semicolons. It is. The, it's interesting that Johnny thinks this proves Wes is obsessed with him. It is more speaking to Johnny being obsessed with Wes. This is all confusing. Wes is obsessed with me. Now, let's look at the timestamp. February 14th, Valentine's Day. I really just want to send out a heartfelt thank you on this Valentine's Day Sorry. to the person that's been <laughs> obsessed with me for 10 plus years, is constantly thinking and talking about me, and has based their entire career off riding my coattails. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Johnny Bananas. Yeah, yeah. So what is this showing? That was funny. What is this show? What is this proof, Maury? <laughs> on Valentine's Day morning, when Wes should be thinking about his wife, his mother, his sister, an important lady is like, who's he thinking about? Who's thinking about their sister on Valentine's Day? <laughs> it's me! That's a fair point. Me! Yeah, 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 you, you are. The only reason I would yeah. would be plainly out of sympathy, just so he can honestly say that he's got friends other than people on social media. Everybody, here's Wes Bergman. What? Johnny pretending like he didn't know Wes was backstage. Meanwhile, Wes was literally audibly responding to the things they were saying. Yeah. And they were looking back at him. When but he read the tweet, Wes went, that's funny. I'll tell you what. Maury's been doing this fucking show for a thousand years. Yeah. Does it look like he's faking his enthusiasm here? No, he's, he's a fan. He's so good at this. He likes Wes. He, but he's just so good at being Maury. It's yeah. crazy. The he's exploitive asshole that he is. Yeah, he's having fun. Talk about exploitation. Watch that show for like 10 minutes and tell me you don't get the heebie-jeebies. Good to see you. Nice to see you. Thank you for having me. He says you're obsessed with him. Yeah, are you kidding me? It's the other way around. I was on the, the first. By the way, the audience booing and putting their <laughs> thumbs down. This is such like this is such a propaganda video, yeah. you know, from the B Johnny Bananas Reich, because this is like Johnny's the villain. Yes. Not Wes. Yeah. Johnny's the villain. We all know it. There's only one oh, guy. Delusion to grandeur, Maury. <laughs> you think he bullies you, don't you? Oh, constantly. What are you, seven? <laughs> bullies you? God, Wes. Guess what? He what? brought a tape. Oh, I bet he did. Oh, oh, yeah. What, what I tape? Receipts. Hey, AJ, how much for this uh, Wes Bergman doll? Are you kidding? We've been trying to pay people to get that out of here. Constantly thinking about. Okay, so you just showed a clip of uh, Johnny from his like Instagram, like picking out a Howdy Doody doll and yeah. calling it a Wes Bergman doll. And then the guy says, "We're paying, trying to pay people to get it out of here." Yeah, okay. Wow. And it's always about my red hair and my skin color, and I just want to live in a world where I don't get bullied by what I look like. But look at how much subject material. Meanwhile, you put his face on a shirt. I want to look at this. 
He had to make a beautiful sweatshirt, and then he sells it on his stupid website. RealJohnnyBananas.com. Yeah. Guess what? No, you know that one. It me. is time for the real challenge. Yes. All right. Thank you. I've been waiting 15 years for this. So they're going to do the lie detector test now. Um, these guys are having so much fun up here. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I do enjoy the fun that they're having. I like this. I like, you know, I like that they went on Maury. I like that we're getting challenge stuff, not on the challenge. I love all of it. But it does just feed into, like, these guys clearly like each other, and this is clearly a bit for TV, and yada, yada, yada. But I guess we will hear the results of the lie detector test right now. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I wonder why, wonder why he's yeah, a little nervous. Yeah, well, I'm right. not, listen, we, look how we, look at he's nervous. We strapped you guys up oh, yes, for a lie detector did. test. Yes, you did. And now we got the answer. Oh, I'm ready for this. First to Wes. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you bring up Johnny in your personal life because you are secretly obsessed with him? You said no. The lie detector test determined you're telling the truth. Yeah! No way! No way! Me. Johnny, recalibrate that machine, Do you Maury. bring up Wes in your personal life because you are secretly obsessed with him and you said no. No. And the lie detector test determined you're telling the truth. Woo! I told you! I told this you! This machine is wrong. There's no way! There's no Wes. way! Everyone is having too much fun. So, yeah, they're having... I mean, Maury included. I Maury's mean. having the time of his life. Do you pick fights with Johnny to further your own career? You said no. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. Yeah! <laughs> determined it was a lie? Yes. I'm the only no. real business yeah. Wes has. Yeah, and Johnny, do you pick fights with Wes to further your own career? And you said no, and the lie detector test determined that was a lie. So basically what we found out here is what we're saying is yeah. like they're not obsessed with each other in real life. They yeah. just are using each other for storylines. And we already knew all this. We already Maureen. knew all this. <laughs> Johnny just fell off his chair. Wes has now picked up a chair and he's Did pretending to hit him with it. Did you this rivalry of 15 years with Johnny in order to get more publicity? You said no and the lie detector test determined that was a lie. Yes! Oh, there you go. Did we just yeah! hear a woman in the audience go, yeah. 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 We did. They're, they're invested. <laughs> in your face, Bergie! No! In your face! No! Did you manufacture Johnny? No! Did you manufacture Johnny this rivalry with Wes in order to get more publicity? You said no and the lie detector test determined that was a lie. No! Wow! Johnny's yes. destroying all the furniture. You actually want to be friends with Johnny. You said no. Lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> Wes wants to be friends with Johnny. Now here's, this is what's Johnny, great. Oh God. Do you actually want to be friends with Wes? You said no. And the lie detector test determined you're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> So it just proves here that not only are they manufacturing this all, but Johnny is the piece of shit. He doesn't like Wes. Yeah, he doesn't like Wes. I like that Johnny's like dabbing his forehead too. He's sweating so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go! There you go! Oh! Wes 
see, I knew this. They're I've backstage. always known this. You actually do want to be my friend. Even more reason why you're an asshole. That's what I don't get. You're obsessed, but you don't want to be friends. Okay, Wes, I'm obsessed with you in the same way that I'm obsessed with a zoo animal. Because when I go to the zoo, I look at it, I'm like, I cannot believe this actually exists. Bring it in for the real thing, Bert. He can't believe that the monkey exists. I don't that understand. What does he mean by that? I can't believe this actually exists. And you're obsessed with that? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm obsessed with the fact that you don't know what zoo animals are. Yeah. Wow. Bring it in for the they're, real thing. They're hugging. Okay. We're such good friends. This made it so much worse. This made it so much worse. We are. How did you, how did you fake that last question? I did not fake anything, okay? Mm. Ask your wife. I don't fake anything. <laughs> oh, now they're having a pillow fight. There you go, folks. You know, and kind of just like Johnny's going to be on the next season. Wes will be on the next season. They're going to need go. the dig at the wife at the end. All we have is Johnny on, on this season uh, uh, that is going on right now. War of the Worlds is Johnny's just talking about how much he doesn't trust the weasel Wes and get Wes out of here. And now I can't buy any of this shit. They're clearly friends. They're clearly having a good time. And it's like, yeah, I knew that in the back of my mind. But this kind of just kind of ruined all of it. All yeah. the magic. Truly. Um, so, I mean, how do you feel about these two now that you've seen this? I just confirmed everything I already knew. You know, the fact that I feel like Wes comes across the best in this. Mm -hmm. And Johnny's just kind of a, like, he's not a sociopath, but he's obsessed with Wes, but also doesn't want to be friends with him. Yeah. Like, that, there's something psychologically off about yeah, Johnny. I, I don't know what the correct diagnosis is, because I'm not a therapist, but... Uh, Wes seems more like a, a real person and Johnny seems kind of like a conniver. Mm, I agree. But I'm glad these guys had this this, um, it's this fun. afternoon. This is fun. This yeah, is I like stuff. the people in the audience too. I think they must have been fans because they're like, no. Yeah. I wish I could go. Could you imagine? I mean, I would have gotten in the car and gone to Connecticut. I know. And I would have too. This. I would have loved that. So folks, uh, that's going to be the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've talked about it a whole bunch, but uh, we're pretty sure that the final is going to happen on this season of The Challenge and we will be recapping in that. Uh, the show, uh, The Challenge, airs on Wednesday nights. We record Wednesday nights. You'll have this podcast by Thursday morning at the latest. And uh, it's a, a lot of fun. Please check those out if you haven't. Also, you should follow us uh, at Reality Blows Pod on Twitter. You can DM us anything you'd like. Tell us we're great. Also, give us some recommendations for shows to watch. We're always looking for new reality to check out. Um, you can also do that by emailing us, uh, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear uh, uh, from the old blowhards, the old fans. Um, you can follow Ashley on Twitter by finding her at Ashley B. Roberts. You can find me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. And uh, as always, folks, uh, keep it Maury. I am not the father. I'll see you soon. I'm the father. You are. <laughs> Bye. Bye.